GBC Podcasts, local voices on demand. On Gibraltar today, we are talking about, uh, well, top story. We've been focusing on the recent Police Federation survey, which concluded that morale within the RGP is at an all-time low. We hear more from the news editor, Christine Vasquez, about those uh, figures and results. Also today is World Radio Day. What role does radio have in this modern world? Well, Ben Lynch in the studio, along with uh, two young voices who made up part of this past year's Radio Gibraltar Christmas takeover. Katie and Amber are here. And a show of Tuesday today, a very important day in the Christian faith. Uh, long since gone hand in hand with pancakes. Hope you've been having a tasty pancake day. Uh, someone who uh, certainly has, uh, Claire Hernandez. She's here. She's been down at the Cancer Relief Fundraiser and we're hearing all about that and uh, some very smiley faces from local charity Possibilities talking to us about their favourite things with regards Radio 2. All that's on Gibraltar today. Well, today's top story has been focusing on the Police Federation survey, which has revealed that morale within the RGP is at an all-time low. Our news editor, Christine Vasquez, is here now to discuss some of those those findings, some of the results of... uh, of that survey. Good That's afternoon. That's right, Stefan. Good afternoon. Um, so the survey was uh, completed by 55% of the membership. Okay. So that's uh, slightly shorter than, than last, uh, slightly smaller numbers than last time. Mm. Last time it was 77%. And the Federation feels that th- this is because uh, because of this low morale, that people don't feel that there's going to be any changes, that if they complain that nothing's going to get done, um, we are interviewing Callum Bruce from the Federation sometime today, and we will. That's a question we will put to him. Why do they think this is? Perhaps it could be that forty-five percent of people are are happy, and that's why yeah. they haven't completed the survey. Um, but yes, one of the things I think perhaps the most important thing that comes out from the survey is that low morale. Um, officers complaining of burnout, of stress, and that this is happening mostly because of a lack of resources. And one of the things that they are complaining about as well is that they're not up to full complement. There are a lot of people missing. And, of course, we know we've had those whistleblowers, something highlighted by the commissioner in his response. The the whistleblowers, 24 police officers left the force. We don't know how many others... Uh, could have left with all this, all these inquiries around the the McGrail inquiry, all these investigations. Uh, there might be those who think uh, this isn't where I want to be. This might splash on me and actually leave the force. But they have lost a lot of police, and they are now suffering the the results mm. of having um, <clears throat> being so understaffed. Uh, what has the uh, the commissioner said about it? So, yes, the commissioner uh, points that out. The other thing he says is that officers aren't happy with what they have at the moment in terms of new mole house. They've known for a while that uh, a new police headquarters has been promised. We've heard that that is one of the headquarters going to Rook. And that officers are very frustrated with the lack of facilities at new mole house and by the poor standard of IT infrastructure. And... Another thing that comes across from the report, and I'm sorry, I'm just shuffling papers here. Um, <laughs> it's been one of those days, hasn't yeah. it, Stefan? Um, another thing that's come out is on, on bullying, and the numbers on bullying are are quite shocking, really. 39% of officers have reported that they've been a victim of bullying or victimisation. And 
there have been measures introduced uh, to combat bullying and the numbers are coming down so that it has had an, an effect to the, the measures, the Anti-Bullying Advisory Committee and the regular meetings that, it's hold, that it holds. And the commissioner is saying it's investing in its leaders to leadership uh, courses as well, tackling bullying. And so numbers on bullying coming down, but still 51% of that 39%, that makes yeah. sense, um, state they've been bullied within the last year. So half of that 39%. Um, and then the other thing that's quite scary is that they don't feel confident um, to report the matter. Right. So um, only 16% say they've got the confidence to actually report the matter and um, only 10% are confident of reporting it through the grievance procedure process. So I don't think those figures speak See. very well. It's uh, Shrove Tuesday, also known as uh, Pancake Day. Of course, it's one of the best days of the year. Uh, we can consume a healthy amount of crepes covered in Nutella, chocolate sauce, whatever toppings you decide. But most importantly, we can do so without fear or judgment. And I think I can make the safe assumption, Claire, that there's been no fear or judgment <laughs> at uh, Galbay Rowing Club this no morning. No fear or judgment at all, <laughs> Stefan. Thanks. No, not at all. And I'm not judging myself for the pancakes that I've consumed so far. No, it's a great event. It's the annual event that Cancer Relief put on in conjunction with the Galbay Rowing Club. Uh, Pancake Day, as you said, Shrove Tuesday, also known as Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday, yeah. which I think some of us might be calling it today um, and it's it's a great event it's a community event I was speaking to Manisa de Soisa you heard a short clip from her earlier and she was talking about how it's become a community event it's different to just having a tin down Main Street it brings people together it raises the awareness of what Cancer Relief do and you know it provides a little bit of fun today's been a very big event they've had a magician because of course um, it's midterm, so the kids are off school. Yeah. So they've made it very family friendly, which it always is. But they've got they've had a focus on the kids. So there was a table of kids doing pancake flipping. I think you would have liked that, Stefan. <laughs> I'm sure you would what have gives joined you them? in. What gives you that impression? <laughs> you have a face of a pancake <laughs> flipper. But yeah, the kids had a fake pancake and fake frying pan, okay. and they were flipping pancakes to win a prize. There was a raffle for people who wanted to go along and, and try their luck. Also, bits and pieces from Cancer Relief, um, they have, for example, tote bags, which many people will have seen out and about in the community. So you could purchase tote bags, you could purchase bits and pieces that, that they put mm. together and find out more about Cancer Relief itself and the magician. Yes. How was it? Were you there when the magician was? Yes, I was lucky enough to see the magician. I've, I'm a bit wary of close... What do they call it? Close... Um, close contact. Close contact. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the same wavelength. Um, when they do it at the table kind of oh, thing. Oh, right. So I always worry a little bit that I'm going to be completely embarrassed or, you know, just yeah. make a fool of myself. But it went down so well with kids and adults alike. It's been brilliant. So, yes, we do have another clip of Marisa as well um, talking about the event itself. Absolutely. It's a different type of function. And this year is different also because it's midterm. So we don't normally have that many children, but we do have children. Those are people have stayed in Gibraltar. So it, it, it's also a way of raising awareness. In terms of finances, we more or less... Uh, uh, fundraise about the same amount and also we're very fortunate that we have restaurants outside who are participating in the event and send us donations 
Marissa Dososa there from Cancer Relief Centre who just do such fantastic work and it was actually a bit of an eye-opener last week when Bianca Yeo who also does great work for the Cancer Relief Centre um, she mentioned in, in the Book Nook interview that I, I think it was just over half a million that they need to raise every single year to keep their services going which is and for, for a community as small as ours to continually raise that amount I know Marissa earlier this morning on the Breakfast Show said that that amount has been gradually increasing the last few years so it's not always been half a million yeah. but they reached that target last year and it's just it's just amazing isn't it it's a sign of community strength I think it's amazing definitely first of all what's amazing Stefan is that we need that amount of money on an annual basis people yeah. tend to think that oh charity I've given to that charity already why do I need to keep giving but it's one of those things that I think we're getting to come to terms with the fact that charities need continuous inflow of funds. Otherwise, they can't basically meet their limits. And also, the community effort is amazing. Pretty much everyone or everyone you know knows someone who has been touched by cancer. And the things yeah. that Cancer Relief do in the community, it goes above and beyond. Definitely, definitely. And I've got does. some pancakes for you, Stefan. Yeah, that's what we were going to get to. Have um, you been waiting for yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't had any pancakes yet today. Oh. I was going to ask you, what's your favourite topping, by the way? My favourite is lemon and sugar. Yeah, same. Closely followed by chocolate spread, whichever one is going, basically. <laughs> but I did bring you lemon and sugar. Okay, shall we give it a go? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've got them in here. I don't. I don't know how we're gonna actually do this, Stefan. Um, it might be a better idea if you do it later. Okay. We, we'll... <laughs> the temptation I'll, is just I'll, to I'll wait. wait. I'll wait to the end of the show. <laughs> we, we were speaking about um, uh, some of p- favourite toppings mm. and unconventional toppings. At that a little earlier today on the uh, on the breakfast show, Ellie said her favourite toppings has to be strawberries and banana with Nutella or peanut mm. butter with banana. Also likes a dollop of yogurt with strawberries and a drizzle of honey. Um, that sounds that, amazing. Does sound pretty good. Most of it? the people that we spoke to this morning, most of the kids, in fact, their favourite was chocolate sauce. Mm. So that's really gone down very well this morning. And lots of kids with chocolatey faces and big <laughs> smiles. And raising lots of money for cancer relief. That's so. what it's all about. We celebrate World Radio Day today. For more than a century, radio has positioned itself as a medium of free speech and information sharing of connecting communities, giving people a voice, a resilient mode of communication which continues to attract close to 3 billion global listeners every week. And even with the rise of new media, radio remains a key source of information. Uh, GBC's recent survey found the number of people consuming news three to seven times a week across radio remains high at 80%. And, well, the future of broadcasting seems to be in good hands, with teenagers already expressing an interest. In December, Radio Gibraltar had a second successful Christmas takeover. It's a project that saw um, many youngsters experiencing presenting a radio show, and presenter Ben Lynch worked with the successful applicants again. Among them, uh, Katie and Amber, who join us today, as long with Ben. Uh, good afternoon. Hello. Hi. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so firstly... Um, Amber and Katie, it's been a couple of months now since the Radio Gibraltar Christmas takeover. Have you noticed your uh, fame across Jib skyrocket since you've been on the airwaves? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what did what, what, what does radio mean to you? Being very well, very much a younger generation coming through. A lot of people say that radio maybe doesn't have the the importance that it used to have to you. Would you agree with that statement, or do you still listen to radio a lot? I still listen to the radio a lot. Yeah. It's like a lot of different music, and oh no, then I don't have to be. If I'm on Spotify, then I don't have to be like, like picking out songs that I like. I just have it there right in front of mm. me. So that's one thing I guess it has over a Spotify. You don't have to make a decision; it's there for you. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Amber, how about yourself? 
I know, I know Amber doesn't have a choice because um, <laughs> her mum's got the radio on all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, ben, you worked with um, these these two young faces and and uh, and future talents for Radio Gibraltar Christmas Takeover. What did you What did you make of them? They They were great. They yeah. really kind of understood the assignment and uh, really kind of uh, took on uh, the the instructions that I, I tried to try to give them. Took it on really well and. Um, and and really kind of put themselves out there. It's very easy, and I, I know especially if, if you're a younger person, you you don't want to kind of um, maybe act a bit silly because yeah. you think, oh, they're going to make fun. These guys just kind of let their hair down and and, <laughs> yeah, we and were completely authentically themselves, which is a big part of being a, yeah. a radio presenter. It's yeah, that yeah. authenticity and and just being um, just being kind of. Yeah. Cool. No, yeah. <laughs> and we could talk about things that we liked as well. It mm. wasn't like something that was being put upon us. Si. Like we talked about the things, the shows that we liked and the music that we listened to. I love well, that. Well, that, that, that's, that's part of it as well. If I, I encourage these guys to talk about things uh, that they're passionate about, because if you're talking about something that, that you love, mm. that comes across on air straight away. You know, it, it's, it, yeah. it's, it sounds great when you, when you talk about things and, and you've got a big beaming smile on your face yeah. uh, talking about how much you love Billie Eilish <laughs> or how much you love uh, Liverpool Football Club. Okay. That, that, that kind of comes across on air. It's really important that you, that you talk about things that you're passionate about. For sure. So the, the way you directed that, I presume that... Um uh, Casey, you were the big Liverpool fan, as the T-shirt obviously tells. Uh, Amber, sorry, you were the big Liverpool fan, and Casey, yeah. you were the Billy Billy Eilish yeah. lover. <laughs> of course. Uh, and um, uh, uh, Amber, tell us from, from from your perspective as well what radio means to you. K um, Katie, rather, tell us from your perspective. Well, radio is like it's songs that you've never heard of, and you can just listen to them all the time now it's yeah. like you've never heard a song before and now you constantly know it hmm. and it's just constantly coming to you it never stops how often do you, would you say you listen to the radio like every day yeah when i force my dad to take me in the car to school <laughs> i just listen to it all the time and how great was it to spend some time with with ben as well no i'm sure you've listened to him on 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 radio new, countless amounts of times and all you, the time yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you, you get to meet him in the flesh how's that Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't too strict, was no, I? I was no. like, and now, like, when I see him around, I'm like, oh, hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. Hey, yeah. Ben. He's just a normal person, like yeah. any one of us. <laughs> Who's been on radio? I think you were telling me before, Ben, that this would be 20 years on radio? My, yeah, 20 years on radio, and uh, I think it's 14 at, at GBC, at Radio Gibraltar. Mm. So, um, obviously, it's, it's changed a lot since I first started out. I, I mean, I feel really old <laughs> when you say that. It has changed a lot since since I first started out, and um, and obviously we've got so many more or so many more tools that mm. we can use now, and access to information that that we didn't yeah. really have uh, in two thousand and four. Yeah, big time. Um, Is it easier? I suppose it's easier to kind of find content that maybe it was in two thousand and four. Yeah, yeah. Um, like. Uh, I, I used to go to. <laughs> no, I'm going to say I'm going to say a bunch of words. 
Okay, you might not have heard of any of these things. I used to go to a newsagent <laughs> buy magazines <laughs> and read through the magazines really? and like tear out pages. Yeah. I thought, oh, that'd be good content, or circle around stuff where, yeah, uh, and um, and yeah, it would just be that you'd be, like constantly be like looking through all the newspapers, all mm. the magazines you could find just to try and find interesting things to talk about. Uh, now it's just you type something in quickly on 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 your search engine yeah. and up comes a, a million suggestions yeah um and i i think i think the the, the reason I, I love radio so much and the reason i i think it's so important is because there's uh, as well as the music as these guys were saying you you've got like uh some company mm. you know when you're in the car or in the kitchen cooking yeah. something you got a bit of music on somebody will come on have a little bit of a chat yeah and and it's it's that kind of familiar voice, that friendly mm. voice that 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 you know and you're familiar with, talking to you every day. And it's, I know it's a bit of like a one way conversation, um, but that's that's how I got into it. I, yeah, I I needed that company when I was doing a job that I didn't particularly enjoy. I was working in where was I working? I was working on 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 building sites and things, and I I, I liked it. Yeah, like it was a, it was fine. Um, but I had the radio on all day, just listening to music and listening to to what people were saying and things. And then one day I just decided I want to be on I want to be on that side of yeah. the conversation. Yeah. And and I found my way in into brilliant into that side of of the conversation into radio. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I've never looked back. I've, I've I've always loved it since I was a kid. And and then just finding a way to to mm. become part of it is is just so special yeah, to me I, so. I mean i i mm. absolutely love it it's my favorite thing and that comes across i think on the airwaves as well um yeah. katie and amber would would you say that you are also in perhaps not quite the same story as ben listening to in construction and that kind of thing <laughs> but from listening to it on the way to school and on the way back from school would and and now having the chance at the radio gibraltar christmas takeover do you see this potentially as a future career maybe could be <laughs> yeah how about yeah. yourself, Katie? I feel like it it could it could do because it's something I've never thought about. But if you think about it, it could do something. Yeah. And before we go to the news, so we'll have the final word from from Ben, your uh, your your teacher, I suppose. Can you see? You, have they got the potential to be on the radio one yeah, day? Definitely, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not supposed to have favorites, but <laughs> these guys, you know, they, uh, they they did so well, and and uh, I was really really impressed. Mm. Because I, I didn't have to give that much direction. I, I just say, right, we're going to do this, that, the other. We'll start here. We'll finish there, and and you guys could just chat away, and and we'll see what we come up with. And um and they were just very natural and confident and comfortable behind a microphone, which which it doesn't come easy to to everybody, and it, it came really easily to these guys. The studio is absolutely full. A very warm welcome to Ruth and Nicole from local charity Possibilities, as well as Karim Medhurst, uh, Katie Moyer, um, Jade Ucifredo, and Samuel Greenberg. Thank you very much for joining us today. We're just going to put all the microphones up and see where this goes. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Um, so, yeah, I mean, firstly, tell us, uh, t tell us why you're here. <laughs> Can we just start? Shall, shall I yeah. kick it off? Yeah. yeah. So basically, we are celebrating International Radio Day, yeah. um, and we thought, what better than to jump on air and get our focus group involved because we'd like to discuss more about what we do with our 16 plus members, yeah, and what we get up to on our camps and our activities and what we do. So, does anybody want to speak about what we do? We. Sammy wants oh, to have a go. Yeah, go. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. To the mic. We like um, we like um, do different activities in Gibraltar. So I do conquer Spain and do activities, grabs across the border. <laughs> and today the focus group went up to the cable car and we saw some monkeys steal. It sounded like a lot of fun out there, Sammy. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see did you see the the, the, the monkey Sir Kingsway, by the way, who was named last week? The monkey uh, that ran away. Uh, no, no, we didn't see him. He's, 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 he's having he's, a deal. Yeah, he's having a deal. He's an elusive one, isn't he? Oh, yeah. um, how about yourself, Jade? Well, tomorrow, as it's Valentine's Day, mm. we're doing like um, cooking, and we're doing Valentine's pizzas. Okay. And we might get cookies and decorate it with frosting. That's cool. So when you say Valentine's Day pizzas, are we talking about pizzas in a heart shape? Oh, very much so. Tasty. Yeah. All the love for the pepperoni and yeah. the, yeah, the cheese and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and um, Katie, tell us about what you what you've been what, we, what you've been doing. What, what the World Radio Day means to you, and and some of the work you've been doing. The work I've been doing, possibility, I do the midterm camps, and support the clubs. Great. And 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 how does that that kind of make you feel? It must give you a lot of skills and that kind of thing, no? Yeah. Mm. It gives me happiness to see the kids happy and entertained whilst we do the camps and clubs and you form a connection yeah. with the kids that come. Brilliant. And how about you, Karim? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I personally enjoy it a lot. Mm. What kind of activities maybe we've been doing in the camps? Um, I like when we go up the rock. I, I I enjoy that. I like when we go on outings and when we do things, when we do very active things. Okay, nice one. What do you like most about the Upper Rock area? The cable car. Uh, yeah? Is yeah. A, the, the, the trip up and down is a highlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. I'll be honest, I get a bit claustrophobic in there. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and Ruth, tell us uh, uh, just a, a little bit of of what's been going on and the charity possibilities you've been doing such, I think, what, for the last couple of years, I think? Two years uh, now. Two, two years, years now, possibilities, and you've been making such a difference. Yeah, we just keep growing and going, really. Um, next week, after our, our midterm camp, we've got a few more clubs um, that were, hmm. were um, presenting to the, to the public. Um, our main one is our focus group, our focus club, and um, that's for 16-plus members. And, yeah, we're just hoping to give them an opportunity to meet some friends, make some friends, build on social skills, hmm. build on life skills, job skills, you know, um, creating a safe environment um, where people can really grow. See, brilliant. Uh, the last day I spoke to you, Nicole, I think was down at the cavalcade before. Yeah. Quite possibly. Yeah. I think this was the the, the, the first year. You don't know, unsurprisingly, I suppose the first year <laughs> done the cavalcade. Season, <laughs> yeah. been over two yeah. years. But um, how did that all go? The cavalcade. Yeah, it was that was super. good fun. No? They can actually answer what, how the cavalcade. Were you on the <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no se pierde un cardeo. Se quede clarito, vale? Here we're all in the ajo together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, now you tell me, guys, how did the cavalcade go? Well, it was. <laughs> very chaotic because mm. <laughs> everyone was everywhere and um, some of them wanted to kind of like jump off and we were like no <laughs> let's come here <laughs> we're not doing that today or anywhere no no we don't exactly. jump off or float we don't jump off anything yeah. Yeah, but it turned out well in the end. We actually promoted our seven-day um, campaign that we released in December um, for International Day of Persons with Disabilities. We had the growth tree, mm. we had the neurodiversity brain, we had seven different images, so mm. we, we kind of promoted that, didn't we? Um, we were all wearing our T-shirts with our different logos. <laughs> yeah, I think we're yeah. sporting ones today. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so um, that went actually really, really well. And um, I've already um, been kindly requested um, by certain of our members to be going to have another one next year. Okay. Yay. This year now. You With know, bubbles. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Ten yeah. months' time. Yeah, yeah. Bubbles? Don't close too much. Don't okay. close too much. I won't, I won't. It's going to be a whole thing. Just, uh, just be there. <laughs> be there in January. Thanks for listening to those highlights from Gibraltar Today. I'm Kelly M. Borge, the show's producer. We're live on Radio Gibraltar Monday to Friday from 1 to 2, getting behind the headlines. And you can catch up here whenever you like. Until next time, have a good one. GBC Podcasts. Local voices on demand.